0: Sometimes when I think about my 20s, I don't know whether to cry or laugh or both. If you're in your 20s listening to this episode, these next several years are just for you. And by the way, if you are an older sibling, a mentor, or a parent of a 20-year-old, please text them this episode because your 20s is probably the greatest decade of your life. This is a moment. This is a moment for you not to waste. It's not the time to play it safe. This is the time for you to figure out the life you wanna live. Of course, you should go out and have fun on the weekends. You should take some trips, be silly if you wanna, but focus and to keep it all the way 100, focus on the life you want to create for yourself and not the life that everyone else wants to create for you. You know, back in my 20s, I underestimated how different (laughs) and difficult life would be after college. I had no clue. And it's probably a good thing that I didn't know what I now know to be true. And that is success takes much longer than you think and is much harder than you expect. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, I look back at my journals and I smile because... I really believe that by 25, all my student loans will be paid back. I would own two homes, be married, and be traveling the world. And I'm actually glad my life didn't turn out that way. I'm glad that I've had a chance to stumble, fall flat on my face, make some friends, lose some friends, experience jobs that I loved, and some I didn't love as much. I got to experience pouring everything I had into something and not getting the results I expected. And I'm grateful for those experiences because I now have perspective that success is not a short-term process. And once I got that, being able to say no to jobs that paid well but did not fully inspire my creativity, my passions, and my inner purpose got easier. Because I knew what I wanted my end game to be. I knew I wanted to build the kind of skills that would prepare me for something greater than a nice title or a fancy office. I wanted to travel. I wanted to learn. I wanted to start a business and fail. You know, this is the decade for you to explore, to learn, to try, to succeed, to fail, to win. Get laughed at, but take the risk. Go ahead and let people whisper about you, but go for the job anyway. Let people doubt your potential at the office, but be bold enough to go for that leadership role at work anyway. You know, in my mid-20s, you know, here I am, a black kid from a small town who grew up poor, just graduated college and worked really hard to launch my career path at a well-known company. First generation career professional I am who set out to make money to take care of myself, of course, but also to support my immediate family and eventually save up for my future family. And just as I was getting started on this moneyed path, that little voice started speaking within me saying, you know, this is not what you need to be doing, right? (laughs) You see, after some deep soul searching, I now know that my calling is to help raise the opportunity level for the next generation, to do for them what countless ancestors did for me, to open doors, to be a bridge A bridge that allows the younger generation to get access to rooms where decisions are being made about how to uphold what Dr. King included in his I Have a Dream speech. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men, and let's include women, are created equal. And I knew that education was the path for me to take, but I rejected it. Because of the opinions of others who believe that i was throwing away a money-making career path to work in education and then there was a lot of there were a lot of cultural messages that i had to confront messages telling us that education is not the quote-unquote kind of thing men do culturally speaking let's be honest men are expected to get jobs in finance or tech or construction not education. And speaking of male educators, I think I may have only had one black male educator in all the years I've been in school, in college. So 18 years of schooling, and I may have only had one black male teacher. I'll let that sink in. But the three points that I want to quickly share, if you're asking how to figure out what to do with your life first, silence the noise. You know, I had to silence the noise and go within to figure out my true calling, to figure out what would be my purpose driven work. And if you're asking the same thing, I want to encourage you to remember the values that you believed in as a kid. You know, for me, I remember being the kid who valued empathy and fairness and service. And I spent a whole lot of time (laughs) even before college, you know, wondering would I become a spiritual teacher like the ones I had deeply admired growing up? Would I go into education to serve as a bridge for the next generation? Or would I build a company that could employ hundreds if not thousands of individuals? Or would I become a political leader and advocate for a more just and democratic society? I chose education and that brings me to the second thing I want to share to help you find your life's calling. And that is to listen to your inner voice. There are tons of folks standing in line to give us advice. And that's an honor. That's a good thing. So listen. Listen, 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 Linda. Take it all in. But when the decision, when that decision is to be made, you have to remember to listen to advice, but follow your voice. And third... Know that just because you lean into your calling, you are not exempt from challenges and failures. And when you fall flat on your face, cry if you must, be sad if you must, but whatever you do, don't quit because failures are there to teach you something valuable. So pay attention and go be great.